welcome to Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. Happy February. <laughs> it's February, everybody. F-E-B-R-U-C-E-A-R-Y. The month where we are going to celebrate some things Bruce. And uh, we're going to start off today with a fun discussion regarding live Bruce Dickinson. To do that with me, though, I have the official historian, translator, and the administrator of the podcast over in Perth, Australia. I have Kirsty Prince. Welcome to the show, Kirsty. How are you? Thank you. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Doing good, doing good. And also joining us on the line, we have the flip-flop, the thong. We have the biggest fan of the Taylor City Swifts, also known as the Horseshy Guru, Matthew, currently in Taylor Swift's kingdom, baby. Good morning. How are we? We're doing good. Doing good. Excellent. Morning. And if and if everything's going well, Matthew, eh, I might be saying this. This is this is after the date, so yeah, I'm trying not to date the the day. Oh, it's dated now because this will be coming out the day a couple days after the Super Bowl. So is Matt happy today? Listen to the waffle to find out. <laughs> yeah, it's too early in the day. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that'll be a waffle for the ages if if Kansas City wins or loses, whichever happens. <laughs> We'll get either a really you thought that you thought um, Paris Bruce Matt was oh, bad. Wait till you hear this one. Well, I haven't heard that one. Wait, you thought Paris Matt was great or bad? Whichever <laughs> it was, get ready for more. <laughs> so, all right. So needs that. What what we're gonna do today? We are going to uh, we took a detour because approximately let's see this ought to be out on the 13th i believe is that correct kirsty is this is this the 13th is today the 13th when people are listening to us it is the 13th so the 13th of what february unless you're listening to uh the taylor swift podcast and it's not february but um if you're listening to this one because that episode's coming out today too but what we are going to talk about is Bruce has a solo album coming out uh, in, let's see, two, two weeks, a little over two and a half weeks, around two, well, just a little over two and a half weeks and about two and a half weeks. We are got, and we've got three episodes left this month and all three of them are going to be focused on Bruce Dickinson and his solo career. But today Bruce is about to do his first real solo tour. I believe it's his first solo tour since, what, 2002? Is that about right? Yeah, I would probably imagine that's correct. Thereabouts. Yeah, very, right. very early 2000s. Yeah, because he toured with – he did a little – not a big tour, but he did some touring. He played some dates, I should say, in yeah. 2002 with, like, Chris Dale. And I don't remember who all was in his band. I assume Roy Z would have been out there with him. But he's actually about to go on a real tour, and we were – kind of thinking about some things and we said, well, what about if we were going to go see Bruce, what would our dream set list be? And for some of us that haven't heard the new Bruce songs, I'll take, I'll call it the Senjutsu approach. Um, as you know, saying that for Matthew, uh, I'll take, I'm taking that approach. I haven't heard anything yet. So my dream Bruce set list is not going to include anything from the new album. Although if I went and saw him, I'm sure I would want to hear new songs. So, a dream Bruce set list. What rules did we have in place for this, Kirsty? If any. Yes. So no new songs. No more than two songs by Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. It's got to be like a realistic kind of a runtime. So don't go over two hours. They're usually about probably an hour and 40 minutes or so for a Maiden gig. So I was thinking something similar. Mm-hmm. And if if you want, you can say um, where you'd want it to be, who you'd want the support band to be, who you'd take with you, as much about the night as you want to say. Okay, okay. So, well, let, let's... Also, let's... Um, I do know something about what the set list will be, which I'm not going to say, so no spoilers, but the bass guitarist, Tanya, did an Instagram story 
So the story's only last 24 hours. It might be gone now. And you could see the set list in the mirror. Oh, my God. Like five songs and two very faintly or something like that. Oh, wow. I bet Bruce had some words with her after that. Did you screenshot? Oh, I'm sure something. I may have got a notes of it, yes. (laughs) But this is the dream set list. This isn't what we think he's going to. And let me clear that up for anybody listening. This is not what we think he's going to play. This is just what we would want to hear. Selfish personal preferences. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and the good thing Kirsty mentioned this Matthew to me the other day was, a you know a Bruce show and an Iron Maiden show that's an hour and forty five minutes to two hours long. You don't have to worry about nine minute songs or you know you got four and five minute songs so you can get fifteen twenty songs in a set. Mm-hmm. So. Now, so let's, I'm gonna go around the room here. So, so uh, see if anybody has any of these ideas. Kirsty, do you know where you would want to see this show? Well, I would probably just want to see it in Perth because we've got a really good arena here. Okay. okay. Um, I've, I'd like to think that he'd be able to fill an arena, mm. but I'd also want everything. In, this is my dream. Everyone, yeah, okay. in, everyone in the crowd is really into Bruce and is really digging every song, and no one's going. Oh, and sitting down when they don't know songs. No one's yelling, play number of the beast. It though, it's a it's a perfect crowd. You've all got the exact same taste in Bruce songs as I have. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, and um do you have a dream? Like who would you want to be opening this show? Um, well, my first thought was because it's nice when there's a local band. Obviously, uh, my first thought was my favorite Voyager, especially yes. as they've got the keytar like um Bruce Dickinson's got Mysteria with the guitar. But then I thought, you know what would really be good is um, Lord, because I think their music would fit the um, style of Bruce Dickinson better. And then maybe they'd play their versions of Judas Be My Guide and Stratego, and that would be really good. Yeah, Yeah, very cool. And, um, okay, so let me leave that there. And then what about you, Matthew? Do you have a venue as well or a a place? Uh, I would have said here in Kansas City. Uh, one, so I don't have to travel anywhere and I can go any night of the week and not have a hangover or anything to that effect. Uh, And I was thinking, not like Perth Arena, something big, uh, that I would like a place maybe that holds a 1,000 people at the most. And there's a little place here called Knuckleheads. It's a bar that has a lot of good bands there. And uh, so something like that. As far as the support, so I joked with uh, Kirsty last night during a message that I would want Samson to support. But that would be problematic, problematic on many fronts. <laughs> that why well, don't know Bruce is going to be doing back-to-back sets, and two that they would have to bring uh, Paul Samson back, which I don't think is going to happen anytime soon because he's pushing up daisies. And wouldn't you be uncomfortable with a gimp in the room? A gimp? Would he be in a cage no. though? A drummer? I, I don't know that I would be. I think I'd uh, enjoy it very much. So <laughs> that's the way. Yes. Everyone. So did you did you um, did you have a second choice for the um, support, or are you going to stick with Samson? No, I, I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? Because I'm in a real culty kind of mood lately. Yeah. Mm. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't mind something like that. It doesn't have to be the same sort of music, but it's not too far off the genre. So I could I could do the cult. Hey, yeah, I, cool. I, I would. That would be cool. I mean, there's honestly. I'm, you know, I forget think, what you know. Forget what you know, Matt. So um, I would say, you know, I guess if I'm, I don't really have a dream venue, but I mean, we would all want it to be close by, local, and like there's a place nearby where we went to a few shows. It's about a five thousand seater. Uh, it's like it's like a mini. Uh, it's a the place, Matt, where you and I both saw Maiden together once, oh, yeah. un- unknowingly. It's like that, but it's only a 5,000-seater instead of an 18,000-seater. And it, it's got a really – the sound there is really good. So, I mean, to me, I want a venue that's just going to have a good sound overall. And um, let's see here. As far as – that, I, I think I would almost prefer no opening act. You know, like where you show up and the one you want to see comes on stage and that's it. 
But if I had to have somebody, yeah, I would love, I'd love to see the Colts. I mean, heck, I'd like a double headline set, you know, the Colts. Yeah, that's my, that's it. I want the Colt coming out and doing an hour and a half, whatever they do. And then Bruce coming out and doing whatever I am going to tell you he does. He does. <laughs> or if it was only Bruce and no other support slot, you know, you could call it an evening with Bruce Dickinson. Yeah, see, I was almost going to say, yeah, it'd just be my dream would just be a, a, a night of Bruce doing comedy. <laughs> it's so cool though, that um, oh, Lucas already a, had a um, match on your support band. A nightmare. Yeah, right, a, right out of the gates. Isn't the nightmare mm. also a dream? Well, no one can hear me scream. But the dream became my nightmare. <laughs> exactly. No one can hear me scream. So, uh, yeah, me and Matt, we're matching up on things already here. So, yeah. So, okay. Um, now, um, Matthew, would you have a, a dream date for the show? Well, by date, is there an implication as if you're dating someone or could it just no, be any No, just guess? who would you bring with you? Ah, uh, then I'd take my youngest stepdaughter. Ah, okay. Nice. Well, you can bring more than one person. Let's say you can bring two people. Then I take my older stepdaughter as well. Okay. Well, nah, wouldn't, we know which one your favorite is. How about three nah, people? I'd take, no, I'd take Doobie. <laughs> All right. So I'm bringing three people as well. I'm bringing um, my wife because, uh, you know, she's a fan of the cult. I'm bringing Sarah, my daughter, because she's a fan of Bruce Dickinson. And she could probably appreciate the cult since she's heard a lot of it. And of course, Matthew, mm-hmm. I'm bringing Kirsty. There you go. Yay! Thank she you. She loves the. Huh? Thank you. Yeah. And, and Is Kirstie, that all the expenses paid? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, well, because I don't know if you know this, Matt, but me and Kirsty are related to people that do a Taylor Swift podcast. So. She could probably just, you know, get a private jet mm. to take her. So. Well, hang on. It went from all expenses paid to she can probably get a private jet. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The private jet yeah, yeah. will be handled for her. Oh, yeah. Taylor Swift's private jet. By, by the Taylor Swift podcast. Yeah. The yeah. fact that you use the word probably leaves it in the balance somewhere. And Kirstie, anyway. who would your Definitely. date be? Who would your dates be, Kirsty? Well, I'm slightly more imaginative than bringing my family. I mean, they don't listen. Oh, well, I mean, at first I thought Adrian Smith. Uh, <laughs> but since yeah. my dream Bruce Dickinson gig, I thought I would put him on the stage in Bruce Dickinson's band. Well, we haven't got to with that. The rest, with the rest of the band. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I just need to take someone who loves the band as much as me and since it's a dream, then everyone in my family would be really into Bruce Dickinson. And I guess I'd bring you two as well, even though Matt wasn't taking me. I figured you would have said Chris Reedy. (laughs) Oh, I did think about Chris Reedy. That would be cool. He'd want to go. Chris Reedy. And And also um, Sabrina, both from the Adrian Smith. um, What's the guy... What's the guy that did the, the 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 kiss episode with me once, and he's done his Iron Maiden story? He's the guy that got on Adrian Smith's tour bus. Um, Matthew. No, his name wasn't Matthew, but I know who you're talking about. You know, talking, yeah, I, I would bring him too. He's up in Canada. I'm sorry, I can't think of his name. He probably doesn't ever listen anyway, so uh, he's too busy listening to Kiss podcasts. So I want to say Paul, but I don't know. It's not Paul, uh, and I definitely wouldn't bring Paul Diano. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Imagine if you t- imagine bringing Paul Diano. To Don't the- you have to take Chris Dale as well then? <laughs> <laughs> but no, but imagine pa- Paul Diano is sitting. I wasn't even going to go there with the wheelchair. But oh. imagine that Paul Diano is next to you and he knows every word to every song, and he's singing them really loud right next to you. <laughs> what do you want from me? I sent your mastery. That wouldn't be ideal, would it? No. I think I think we know a song that's from your list now. Uh, might 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 be might be. So, all right. So that's just the first thing that popped into my head there. So, okay. So, uh, what we're gonna do is we're going to go through each person's list one at a time, just to li- go through the whole list and just you know from opener. And it's mine. I'll say my list is loosely opener to closer. I know certain songs in certain places that I wanted. And I tried to theme it a certain way, but it was kind of hard because there's a lot of songs. And mm-hmm. 
It's not like I could do like Maiden did on their last tour and have, what did they have? Like, didn't they have like a heaven and a hell section and on the legacy yeah. tour? Themed yeah. in three different sections. Yeah. So I tried I to do you could. Some... You could do that like in Eras, like Taylor Swift did. Yeah. I don't know why we have to all pronounce Eras wrong now, just because Taylor Swift does. What did she say, Eras or Eras? Yeah, Eras. Eras. I think I think it's it's one of those either either words. I've never it's heard of Eras before. I only ever said Eras. Oh, ah, look at that. okay. But I'm only out of you. will say Eras. How does your husband I pronounce? I did say Eras. Oh. Um, I does, don't really, I don't really know whether he's had cause to ever say it in front of me. I know how Billy says it, so I don't have to ask that. Yeah, no, she's very specific about it. So, so we're gonna start with Kirsty though, because we're gonna we're gonna mm. go the same way we normally go. So, Kirsty, why don't you go through here, give us your Bruce set list, and you know any little pieces of that you want to um, that you want to uh, give us. So my immediate thought was I'm going to have King in Crimson from The Chemical Wedding as the opener. Okay. But um, as I made this into a playlist, I realised that I thought Abduction from Tyranny of Souls would be a better opener. Okay. So my set list starts with Abduction and then goes to King in Crimson from The Chemical Wedding. Ah, okay. And then I'm going to move on to something from Balls to Picasso, and I didn't think I'd have many from this album. I'm not; it's not one of my favourites, but it's done quite well here. Gods of War. Ah, can I can I say uh, one thing? Can I say yes, one thing to Matthew? Matthew, mm-hmm. make a note of how many matches song wise you have with Kirsty, just while she's saying them without without saying it out loud. Uh, okay, shouldn't say shouldn't be hard so far. Okay, yeah, Abduction, King in Crimson, Gods of War, and then okay. the very first song that I thought of when you said um, the live set list, Devil on a Hog. I thought that would be really fun. Sure, uh, that's sure. from Tyranny of Souls. Then I went back to Balls to Picasso with Hell No, so I'm taking it down a notch. And wow, then we got okay. something really chill. Maybe I'll get our lighters out there for from Skunk Works re-entry. Mm. And then building it back up again, we've got Jerusalem from Chemical Wedding. Mm. And then, do you guys know Eternal? Yes, that's a great track. Yeah. Um. So it was it was only on the Japanese version of Tyranny of Souls, but I know it from the Scream for Me Sarajevo CD that I have. Yeah. And that's just a beautiful song. It's kind of like a power ballad, but it. Yeah, it really gets going like all the Bruce songs. And we've got the first song that got me into Bruce, The Tower from Chemical Wedding. Back to Skunk Work, Space Race. And then I just get into my accident of birth era Uh-oh. because I've put like pull a load in a group. I've got Taking the Queen, Road to Hell, Man of Sorrows, and Accident of Birth. And then uh, there's a cheeky Iron Maiden track, If Eternity Should Fail. When I was doing this, this is when I realised that Man of Sorrows and If Eternity Should Fail start in the exact same way, and that was quite a revelation. Interesting. Okay, that's the end of the set, but then we're going to have an encore, and I've been very, very naughty here and broken all the rules. Uh Uh-oh. But... You know that I'm obsessed with Samson at the moment. And he did have a co-write on it. So Bruce is going to come back after the encore and sing Earth Mother. Ah, okay. Then he's going to sing probably like my favourite of his, Omega. Mm. Accident of Birth again. And then for the closing out, he's going to sing Tears of a Dragon from Balls to Picasso. Which is, okay. uh, it's an hour and a half of music, but I think, you know, he's going to have some banter and applause. And I was thinking maybe a guitar solo in there. Did Did you factor in like a break for a comedy segment? I certainly most certainly did not, although some of his banter sort of goes that way a little bit. Remember him suggesting that we might, someone of us might have been conceived during Children of the Damned? 
which wasn't yeah. funny, but it's supposed to be. Um, I haven't uh-huh. got anything at all from Tattooed Millionaire, but I do have okay. something from all his other solo albums. And Samson. And Samson and Iron Maiden. And Matt, she went through that so fast that I wasn't able to write down any matches. So, oh, but that's okay. Oh, would you will... like me to say them again? No, Just I don't. Quickly. I don't have a. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I I was looking through, and there was I saw I saw a, a couple of matches in there. So. Okay. Well, uh, what I'll do is when you say yours, I'll tell you what we matched. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You can so do the we'll same just, for Matt. We'll just announce matches at the end, or as we go. No, Kirsty will tell us the matches that she has. Uh, okay. she, because she's already done hers now. Because I don't want to say match now because then I'm giving mine away. So. What was yeah. your opening track again, Kirst? Abduction. Abduction. Okay, so you went for a heavy intro there. Then. That's a fast, mm-hmm. a fast one to get going in. So. All right, Matthew, how about you uh, tell us your the show opens up? And you, <laughs> does, does Bruce come on and do any comedy before the show starts? Well, you might think he is doing comedy when he comes on <laughs> initially. Now, I thought about mm-hmm. this in all seriousness, and I wanted, I thought, do you want to come out to like a Maiden-style hard track or whatever? And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to come out with something different where he would just kind of, him and the band just meander on stage. God's honest truth, this is what I thought of first and what I would stick with from Tattooed Millionaire. <laughs> Can you guess? I'd rather not. <laughs> Say, no. Yes. Oh, Zulu God. Lulu. You for real? Yep. Hey, Kirsty, Matt. That's why. That's why he's not taking me to his dream. Exactly. Yeah. No one <laughs> wants to go to his. Help. I think that you would get a shock when you first hear that, but it'd be like yeah. cool just to swagger on there. Then you'd get a shock to his plan, and I reckon that it would be a fun song to hear live, and that people would be, they would be surprised and kind of get into yeah, it. Yeah, you're probably yeah, right. Be, I think that'd be like it for a break already. A beer run? I gotta make a beer run as he comes on stage? <laughs> yeah. For the opening track. So, far. so no, I th- I thought Zulu Lula that'd be really interesting. No, I like so <laughs> I like the start, the way that starts, and I thought that'd be an interesting little way to start the show. Just wander out, no big fanfare or anything and get into that. But at yeah, the you end wouldn't of- want, there wouldn't be any big fanfare when he started playing it either. <laughs> uh, I, but I'm there. I'd be wooing with the best of them. Uh, so as that, I was going to say, as it climaxes towards the end of the song, or the song ends, we would go into Balls to Picasso and I would bust out Sacred Cowboys because I was thinking about the way Zulu ends and that interesting little start to Sacred Cowboys, that little guitar riff that they have. Mm-hmm. Then, because I've kind of moved around from album to album, and I did try and incorporate something from each album, uh, Trumpets of Jericho in the third spot. Mm-hmm. So something that wasn't on an album but was released as part of his anthology uh, track by the name of Broken. So I don't know if everyone knows that. I would think that if you're a Bruce fan, you probably do, though. I don't. Good track. You should go and listen to it. Uh, into some chemical wedding. Yeah, I would say this is probably a, a deep track, and I don't know if it'd be one that a lot of people like, but it's one of the ones I'm very fond of, Machine Men. But I think that would be interesting if he played that because it's a bit of a dig at Maiden after he had left. If you look through the lyrics, mm-hmm. yeah. So as much as I would want to hear it, I don't think it would happen. But this is a dream set list, so that's why it's there. It's my personal choice. Kirsty, aren't you going to tell us the matches you have? I haven't had one yet. <laughs> How far you into your set list? Matt's like eight. eight Matt's like halfway through his set list already. Uh, That's good, isn't it? There's a lot to choose from. Well, we knew we would be different. We were talking about that last night. Yeah. yeah. So from at, Axe, at three a.m. Yeah, thereabouts. thereabouts. Yes. <laughs> Not at two because life me. just seems life just seems pathetic at two. So you wait till three. Yeah. Uh, from accident of birth. Oh, now there'd be a special cameo appearance with this track, and I'll see if you. Oh, we know who this cameo is going to be. You do know? I would assume Adrian Smith. Yeah, look, Adrian's rock royalty, but then there's podcast royalty. Okay, so the dark side of Aquarius from Accident of Birth with a cameo appearance Mm. from 
Kirsty? What's he cooking? The rock and roller. Uh, the fourth uh, hell rider would have to come up on stage <laughs> and belt out some lyrics to that one, surely. Excellent. Okay, so after they've uh, <laughs> taken rock and roller out and bandages or whatever else that he's... Was he in a wheelchair or something? No, I'm sure he would have to be restrained. I thought, I thought that was Paul Diano's trip onto the stage, a rock and roller. He's no, rock no can't have all the profanity that Paul would bring. A lot of rolling. Mm-hmm. Or rolling, uh, rocking. I went with another little obscure track that was also from the anthology, or the other new track that was new at the time when it came out, Silver Wings, which I think Ooh, is yeah. a real good song. Not that I expect to ever hear it, but I would have that in there. Uh, from Tyranny of Souls, probably my favourite track off of that and it's the album closer and the title track tyranny of souls okay now another i've got some obscure things put in here uh so this was a b-side to something off the chemical wedding and so i don't know if you'll be familiar with it i'm sure you are kirsty return of the king uh, oh yes i am yeah that's that's a great track and i think is andrew a fan of that andrew whitnell i think he's mentioned that i'm sure he has he likes he has than you Oh, well, I don't know. He should be. Hey, as long as it's not deja vu, he might like it. Well, it's a tired song from a tired band and all that banter. Um, Maybe yeah, no, I'd have a wait, hi. Oh, yeah, he can keep Sorry. that one. He can make his own list and have that. Good God. But, no, Return of the King, That was I was really into that track at one point, just playing that over and over. Uh, what do we have? A little bit of Skunk Works now. And in a space, you know, it's short, it's punch. Mm-hmm. I think it's catchy. Mm-hmm. So we still haven't had a match yet, have we? No, we haven't. This is hilarious. Oh, do you know I why? feel like it's, it's almost as if I sent you my list and you made made it. The opposite? The opposite yeah. on purpose. Uh, I'll nice. just say, let me Spooky. add this. I've had, uh, me and Matt have had some matches. I'll say that. Oh, cool. Ooh. Zulu Lulu, we're not having the same opening track. You never know. You never know. I reckon if you asked everybody in the whole world, nobody else would have that. <laughs> Even if you asked your own son, Matthew. Oh, well, he's not going to want to hear that. He's He's voiced his opinion on that. Yeah, exactly. The voice uh, of reason in that house. Now, one song that I would really, really want to hear, and it was kind of because, so after Inner Space, the punchiness and all, leading to something a little bit mellower to start with, uh, it kind of broods, and it's a song that I know that one of the listeners likes, and it's uh, Jesse likes this one, Strange Death in Paradise. Oh, I did think about that one. Yeah, I think that's a great track. Mm. Uh, so after we come out of that, you know, Bruce kind of wails off to all that dreamy wail that he does towards the end of that to lead into some more chemical wedding with the alchemist. So we're still without a match at this point. We are. But I'm going to go back to Skunk Works because I'm a big fan of that and have a meltdown. Mm, nice. And then after that, another another big track. Another, anything I thought about was the slow intros and stuff, but I thought, I don't care. This is my list. Omega. Yes, finally. From Action <laughs> of Birth. Yes, it took a while to get there for all. We're almost through the main part of my set because the last track to close out the, the main set is The Book of Thel. And oh. I just I love the heaviness of that in the chorus and all. And I just it's a longer track, so I'm, I'm gonna finish on what I would consider a bit of a Bruce epic. So when we have our encore, quiet setting. Now, could you come back out to something bombastic or can you come out to something subtle? Now, it was interesting, Kirsty, that you had Eternal because that did go through my head when I was doing my list. And then I decided, no, I do want something acoustic because I could imagine everyone holding their phones up with their lights rather than mm-hmm. lighters back in the day. But I went Arc of Space just because Ooh, I like the lyrics. Lovely. Like, yeah, and I just like that tune. I think that's a great, great tune. Deep Cut. Very Deep Cut. Not a Maiden track. I also went with the Samson track. But I went with Vice Versa. Mm. And I just like the vibe in that. You know, it starts off kind of slow and then it really picks up towards the end. Um, 
And from, I head, wanted... from head tactics? From head on. Head on, yeah. okay. Yeah, I did think about stuff from shock tactics. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. riding with the angels is probably the, the obvious choice out of that because it's a fast rocker. Mm. But it wouldn't be my song that I want to hear. I want to hear like a, a hidden gem. But I would finish out the show overall with a big track. And for me, that was going to be Accident of Birth. And that's how oh, I Oh, our second match. It was. It took to the last track of the night. I thought, either do you want to finish the set or finish the show? And I was like, oh, I'll finish the show with something that everyone's kind of waiting on. And that was it. Then I'd go buy myself a T-shirt and head out of there. You know what would be good is if we went two nights and he did both set lists. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like Bruce Springsteen does that kind of thing. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's say Metallica. Let's talk Metallica. Let's don't bring that other guy's name up. Oh, okay. Sorry. The, the boss. Like Metallica. Well, no, like Steve, Dave, I saw well, a Steve Dave Harris, band show. Steve like Harris that. might be there. Now that you mentioned the boss, though, Steve Harris might come to a show. Oh, oh yeah. He, he could be my boss. date. There you go. What if he was singing really loud all the lyrics, though? Uh, oh, like, couldn't, help himself with, couldn't help himself with some gang vocals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come up and see, would you? There was one track I, I really wanted to put it in there, but I thought, uh, I don't know if it'd work at a show. And was it? that was The Pit from... Um, oh, I bet you wanted to put oh, the pit Welcome to The Pit. Yeah, I like the vibe of that. It made me laugh when I was thinking about it. I was yeah. like, that's a bit of an RB yeah, track. I remember, uh, I remember talking about perfect. that. Like, I wasn't really into that song, but after we did the review and I'd listened to it a few times. It is good. It, um, I had to keep listening to it for ages afterwards because it was so mm. good. Yeah, it really went up to my estimation. It was an eye-opener for Steve. It definitely yes, was. <laughs> no, I was telling my daughter, I don't always know what the songs are about, but I like them, and that's, and that's mm-hmm. one of them. So. Uh, Kirsty, were there any songs that you left out that, like, what was there anything that was really close to making it that you had to cut out? I did think of Ark of Space because it is very lovely, and then I, I don't know why. I just thought maybe it wouldn't be as good live. Okay, and uh, so this is an important question about Matt's uh, show because he has he didn't mention it. And I had to ask Matthew. Yeah. How, well, how many songs did you have all total? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen to start with, and three encores. What about you, Kurt? That's what I've got exactly. Fifteen songs and three encores. Okay. Now, Matt, in your show, you can, and this will be the same question for you to think about, Kirsty. Mm-hmm. Matt, in your eighteen-song show, approximately, um, how many costume changes would there be? He would come on. Uh, with his shorts, <laughs> biker shorts, covered by his jeans, <laughs> covered by his jeans. He's like sixty-five. Uh, <laughs> his, his boxer shorts, covered by his jeans. Okay, and uh, no, there would be no costume changes. Oh wow! Okay, what about Super you? Super accident of birth. Same Even on the that. encore, no, no, no costume changes. No, he's, he might have taken his shirt off by then and been all sweaty. I don't know, like he did back in the... Well, he's playing at a club. Oh, he really threw it out into the crowd. Yeah. You're at a club no. show, though, because Kirsty's in a uh, big venue, so there's definitely room for costume changes at her show. Mm-hmm. No, I don't, I don't need it. I'm there for the music, man. I'm, I'm not for I'm really, what his um, passion is. He, he can just wear whatever he likes and get on with it. Um, oh, I would not tell him wear I'm, whatever you like. Yeah. Okay, um... I don't know if you've seen the outfit that he's wearing in Rain on the Graves. I haven't. I, Is it like Harry I Potter would, or something? I would, be down, I would be down for him wearing that. But he wears two different things in that. Yeah, oh, the thing that, he's wearing when he's performing with the band. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So my set list, um, and, and – um, I think Kersey will have a few more matches with me than Matthew will. But yeah. um, my opener originally was not. I'll say this. My, originally, my two and three were my opener. And you'll understand why when you know what they are. But um, <clears throat> I was kind of playing through a couple of the songs. And there was one song in particular that I thought, no, that makes a much better opener for me. And so my set opens. Uh, I guess the lights go out. The, the band comes on stage, 
you know, minus Bruce, obviously, because he's going to come out for the big entrance or whatever. Uh, but it comes on, lights go out, and they start the show with King and Crimson. Nice. Like Kirsty said, that was her opener. Like I was, like, I was going to. Yeah, and when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, we had like a match at number one. Wow. So, uh, but yeah, I thought, you know, just the way the drums would come on, bah, and the band's kind of coming in, you know, and then they start into that heavy riff, and then Bruce comes on stage and, you know, whatever. But then I had swapped it because my original opener was going to be uh, the, the the music of the Tall Tech 7 Arrival into Star oh, Children. Yeah. So that's my... If you want to count Tall Tech, that's a, that's not really a song, but so they would be going from King and Crimson to Star Children. So I thought that'd be kind of a cool way to say, you know, it's kind of hard to do this because, like I said, there's so many songs. And then I just thought, you know what? Let's let's make a big theme here. So they go from Star Children straight into Taking the Queen because that's how it goes on the album. It's it's, it's he's doing things in segments a little bit here, like he's starting you off with stuff you really want to hear. And obviously Adrian's playing in this band because it's heavy on um, these two albums to a degree. After uh, taking the Queen, which I think gives me and Kirsty two matches already. Yes. Uh, they go into our third match, straight into Dark Side of Aquarius. I, I didn't put that. Oh, oh you didn't have that? Okay. Yeah, I had that. With Rock and Roller up there. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And Rock and Rolla is not on stage at my show. No way. Oh. No way. There's no telling when he's been cooking or smoking or. Oh, like, I was gonna say you got your own personal chef there with you, or whatever he's yeah. cooking up. I don't want what he's cooking up. So, uh, next up, you know, to end the segment of the show that is Accident of Birth, which has to be everybody else's favorite Bruce album. Also, uh, they're gonna slow it down a bunch and do a little ballad. They're gonna go into Omega. I think that's the right one. Yes. Yeah. Omega. So all of us said Omega. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> and then they're going to go back in time from that, which all these are back in time, I guess. Um, mm. Even the waffle we recorded earlier is in the past. So they're going to go back to Skunk Works and pick it back up from Omega. They're going to play back from the edge. That's a good one. Pick it up. And then they're going to continue down the Skunk Works trail. And uh, but I, I kind of was trying to do these a little bit themed music, though, like uh, with the um, like like the Star Children are taking the Queen to the dark side of Aquarius, <laughs> trying to make nice. stories out of some of the things. Like he got back from the edge because he was having a meltdown. Meltdown, yes. So meltdown is next, uh, which is amazing. Um, after the uh, meltdown. There was an abduction that took place. Yeah. From from Tyranny of Souls. For me. Yeah, yeah, your opener. And when they abducted someone, they had to take them somewhere. So they uh, they took them where the lovers were in the tower. So. Oh, yep, yeah, another match. Yeah, tower. I did but think then, but then they had a little, uh, they went back to Balls of Picasso because after the abduction, after the meltdown of the abduction and they took her to the tower, they had a change of heart. So to slow it back down from abduction, you know, because Bruce, you know, he can't stay at that. He probably could stay at that rapid pace, but bringing it down, change of heart, they do change of heart. Um, then after the change of heart, he took her, <laughs> took her to Jerusalem. Uh, and uh, while they were in Jerusalem, they uh, read from a book, the Book of Thel. Thel? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They they read the Book of Thel, but where? Where would they have read the Book of Thel? They had to fast forward in time a little bit to Tyranny of Souls. They had to go up to Kill Devil Hill to read the Book of Thel. Now, um, now we're really going to go back in time. Um, after Kill Devil Hill, I don't know how I don't know how this implements to my story, but um, let's just take the story. So it's a loose concept, like Seventh Son. Yeah, this is my Seventh Son. <laughs> um, <clears throat> although I noticed neither of you had any Iron Maiden songs, other than Kirsty. Uh, I had a Fraternity Should Fail, but we know that's going to be <clears throat> on the new album. Yeah, yeah. So, 
So Kirsty did put something from the new album in a way and an Iron Maiden song in a way. Which will they play? We don't know, right? Mm-hmm. So me, I went all the way back to Tattooed Millionaire. And um, the show's winding down here. Uh, so he's going to go and do Born in 58. Kind of bring it down. Because uh, Kill Devil Hill. If I did pick something from Tattooed Millionaire, because I kind of wanted to have something from every yeah, album, yeah. that probably would be the one. Well, this isn't the last one from Tattoo Millionaire. So uh, then the the next to the last song in his set, in his op- in his first part of the set, he's going to play Tears of the Dragon, the big, you know. But to close the set, the first part of his set, he's going to play a nice, soft ballad that doesn't have any drums, just has a nice acoustic guitar. The Ark of Space from... Mm. Uh, yeah, I thought that'd be a nice way to close out the show, you know, kind of nice, mellow Bruce. And then he's like, you know, a nice, mellow. Thank you. Good night. He walks off the stage and everyone's clamoring for more. And then then a, a song starts, the strains of which might confuse people. They might go, wait, is this a song from A Matter of Life and Death? Is this a song from Fear of the Dark? Wait, wait, wait. It's Son of a Gun. So they go into Son of a Gun. You know, big, big, big chorus and uh, probably probably the best song on that album. Uh, probably the most serious song on that album. So uh, from Tattooed Millionaire. And then uh, they go from Son of a Gun into a big song with a happy chorus from Tyranny of Souls. And they go with Devil on a Hog. How many matches do we have so far, Kirsty? Uh... Because that's our last match. Okay. My, because Bruce is going to close the show with a match with Matthew. Woo! No. Oh, I was going to say, you, you wouldn't put that as the last one. Surely that'd be all Good cool. God. Yeah, that, that way I could get to the car. That's my dream. I can get to the car before everybody else. Of course, everyone's going to be leaving when that starts. So uh, I guess that won't really help my cause. No, the show is going to end <clears throat> with a Bruce epic from of epic proportions from a very underrated, misunderstood album. He closes the show with a song that will make me, Matt, and Jesse very happy. Mm. Strange Death in Paradise. Like, imagine him wailing those choruses at the end, and that's how the show closes. Ah! Oh, that would, I really did think about putting that one in. That would have been another one. But we've only got like one match, the three of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my set, um, you both said you had 18 songs. Yep. Um, I have uh, 20 songs. So I had 17 songs. Well, I'm sorry, 19, because the Toltec, I'm not going to count Toltec. Um, So I have 19 songs, um, 16 in the opening part, and three uh, on the uh, encore. So, and my, and if you, I don't know if I would count Toltec time, but I, it's in my time here. I have an hour and 39 minutes. So that gives Bruce a little bit of time to, uh, you know, perform some stand-up comedy. But um, that said, I mean, man, I thought that was uh, – it was very hard because, like, he has so many, like, amazing songs. And, like, I'll be honest, I was really surprised that Matt didn't throw that stinker in that um, from uh, Chemical Wedding um, – the seas, of, the seas of the Sun? Or no, it's from oh, Tyranny of Souls, a oh, yeah, great song, and it's called Navigate the Seas of the Sun. Yeah, I'm surprised because Matt went on and on and on about how great it was, but it's funny it, it didn't even make great. it. It didn't make it's either great. one of y'all's dream set list, though. But I only took one not, track from Tyranny of Souls. That's not too. that great. Yeah, oh, Matt, Matt's yours is the most bizarre. <laughs> you have oh. all these B-sides and stuff. <laughs> but it's dream set list. They're the first tracks that I like. I can't believe that you and Kirsty only had two matches. <laughs> well, do you know how many you and me had? Three. No, we had six. Six, yeah. Gotcha. Uh-huh. I can't remember. I was counting. I was kind of counting when you were doing it. I was going, oh, wow, there's a match. But when you and Kirsty didn't have any, because I knew I had a lot of matches with Kirsty, so. Uh, it didn't really surprise me. You know, he's got enough albums out there now that you can uh, have a quite a wide variety but yeah then i went off some non 
you know, normal traditional Non-standard releases. standard album text. Yeah, text. as well. But they're tracks that I really, really liked. And okay, so so here's a new question. I didn't tell you all about this. Here's a new question about this show. Now the show's going to change, right? It's going to be your dream show, except there's going to be five tracks from Bruce's new album. You have to remove five tracks from your set list. Oh. Which five are you removing? Who wants to go first, or should I go first? Yeah, you better go first. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going first. I'm removing "Taking the Queen." Matt will appreciate that. I am removing "Change of Heart." I'm removing Jerusalem. Ooh, what else? <laughs> um, I'm removing Born in 58. And I'm removing uh, Abduction. Did you just think about this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I still have a 20-song set, but or a 19-song set, but... But it's just an interesting thought because you know that this show will have probably five new songs in it because he's gonna he's gonna definitely follow that trajectory, I would think. Because if he can yeah. play twenty songs, he can play fifteen from his you know other albums, and then. Well, I don't know because I only had seventeen songs, didn't I? So maybe I only need to take three out. So he's only gonna play three on yours. Hey, no, no. Because there's room. I had, um, oh, no, I only had seven minutes less than you. All right, I will take five out. Go ahead. You can do four. No, you're good. Um, I will take out Hell No, Space Race, Road to Hell, Gods of War, and Man of Sorrows. Mm. Very good, very good. Uh and I do have another question at the end of all this for one more question for us. Matthew, what about you? Okay, with not much deliberation, uh, I'll take out Zulu Lulu, but I'm keeping Sacred Cowboys. I knew you would. Yeah, then I'll keep that as I, I'd use Cowboys as opener. I would take out Broken just because it's possibly a lesser known track. I'd take out Machine Men because lyrically I don't think that he would really go with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd take out Silver Wings as much as I like it. It's probably a lesser known track. And the same reason being that it's lesser known, but I would still really want to hear it, Return of the King. <laughs> I think I've heard all of most of those songs once or twice. <laughs> oh, they're all songs I've listened to a lot. Yeah, okay. So last question for you guys. All this happens, and Bruce decides that when you walked in, everyone gets to write down a question. No, not a question. A song from Iron Maiden only that they want played only, and they're only going to play one can song. It, can it be any Iron Maiden yes, song? Yes, any Iron Maiden song it regardless of It doesn't have to be written by him. Any Iron Maiden song. Kirsty, if you get to no, choose. I don't know. Oh, I do. Okay, okay Matthew. What Stop lying. Mm, very nice, very nice. Did you just pick your very favourite song? Um, I think I'm going to go with the Bruce Written song now. I think I'll go with Power Slave. Well, I'm going to make Bruce have the longest show of his career. Oh. Oh. You have to cut 30 minutes of your show. No, this is an addition. He's playing one extra song. Yeah, I'm going um, full-scale symphony with... Um, that closing song from Book of Souls that's called Empire of the Clouds. He's going to pill your um, suggestion out, put it back in, pretend he hasn't seen it, and pull out somebody Uh, else's. Can I tell you what my first thought was, though, when I asked that question? It's a song that's already been played on an Iron Maiden. Well, yeah, Kirsty picked one that's been played. The very first thing I thought of was the Talisman. So if I don't get to have an Empire, I think I'll go with... um, It's a tough question because... There's so many cool songs that we would want to hear. Um, how about this? Next week, we can all come back with one song that's not what we just picked. After a little thinking, 
I know Matt and Matt, yours could be the same if you want, because I know you'll want to still hear Starblind. I would love to hear Starblind too. I <laughs> just to give it that. You know. Yeah, but what if what if he said, "Look, I'll play Starblind, but it won't give me time to play Zulu Lulu." that's going to be really tough for you, isn't it, Matt? No, no, not at all. I would just say Starblind. I figured Matt was going to pick Hooks and you, to be honest. I mean, like, you do you know, know Hooks? Hooks was actually I oh, didn't think about that as far oh, as a maiden track, oh, but I was like, oh, God. it might be seen as farcical if I was to have. If Zool you had to like it. rank all the Iron Maiden songs, right? Would your number one be Starblind and your number two be Hooks and you? <laughs> number two wouldn't be Hooks. Number two hundred, maybe. No, but. Oh, geez, I'll tell you what. Uh, Starblind would rank very, very high. Like, if I think Maiden, the first, if someone said, what, what's the Maiden song you like? I'd say Starblind. That'd be the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what we would like to see from people listening, what I will ask for from people listening, is give us your dream set list. Maybe if you want to give us all these different scenarios as well, like if you had to take five songs out of your dream list, what would it be? And if you can only pick one Iron Maiden song, I think it's funny though that none of us picked an Iron Maiden song, you know, for the most part, other than uh, Other than me, kind of. Yeah. yeah and, and, and it's funny and that you only know what? One of, if you're not familiar with Bruce Dickinson solo work, I'm going to put my dream set list. I'm going to share it on Twitter because well, I've already it. got it on Spotify. There you go. Just don't do it till we're done. Until this comes no. out. <laughs> so, um. I guess with all that said, we've accomplished everything here. So we want to see your set list. We want to see what you got. And you can include Iron Maiden songs and you can follow our rules or not follow our rules, whatever you want to do. You could put a Samson song in your set list if you want. So, Oh, what if we cover the Tiano song? Phantom of the Opera. Marshall Lockjaw. <laughs> Living in America. <laughs> <laughs> Paul would be in the crowd calling him something. Do you, That's do my song. That's my song. You. Yeah. We need to do a. We need to do a review of that album because there's cover songs of Van Halen songs on there. Okay, even. if you can you do that on my day off? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Just for you. Maybe we will. So anyway, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Bye.